Welcome back to another episode of Sutter Faction. I'm Evan Sutter. I'm the author of Awake, founder of the social enterprise Hapsley, and a keynote speaker. But for many of you, you may already know that, so here are a few things you probably don't. I'm a stand-up paddleboarder, both surfing and endurance, a barefoot runner, plant-based eater, intermittent faster, meditator, and lover of simplicity. I'm sitting here today at my home near Newcastle Beach, Australia. The sun is out, the ocean is clean and refreshing. I've just finished a quick 10k run, an ocean swim, and a single origin, long black. Today's talk is another shorter one. It is titled, Know Yourself or Suffer. The Greek philosophers said, Know thyself is the most important teaching, and it is more important today than ever before. So here it is. Socrates said that an unexamined life is not worth living. But many of us spend more time examining minor afflictions than our own lives. You know things like how our biceps look, what Jen meant when she said that, how much does that shirt cost, and many other rather unimportant things. Socrates compared living without thinking to practicing pottery without any technical know-how. You certainly wouldn't expect to create a truly great pot. So why think that the far more complicated issue of one's entire life could be undertaken without any deep thought and serious reflection? But when have you asked yourself, why am I doing this? When have you ever stopped and really analysed what you are doing. Too many people find themselves in a circle, an unhealthy circle, chasing after one thing until it is acquired before immediately setting their sights on their next target. Sometimes we lose sight, well a lot of the time we lose sight, as to why we started chasing these things in the first place. And we continue to run and the circle, well it just continues. Once we start running, it is really hard to stop. In many ways, we are never taught anything different. We run in circles because that is all we know. We continually chase our happiness or good feelings or relief in the same external things. A partner, a job, money, alcohol, sex, desire, status. And we get stuck in all those I'll be happy when scenarios. Stories, illusions, big ideas that prevent us from enjoying our lives wherever we really are. We are absolutely smashed by trillion dollar empires, education systems, social structures that always tell us that we need more, we need better, we need different, more, more, more. And it is a circle that can take over our lives where we are always somewhere else, wanting something else, always yearning, restless, never at peace. But would you be moving in this kind of circle if you knew what you wanted? Because when you don't start by deeply examining yourself, you could find yourself living a life of merely existing, until something comes along and makes you happy. This doesn't sound like a true, genuine happiness, but more like a pleasure trap, and pleasures are wilting moments that come and go. Like shopping. We buy something and we feel good. We do. For a moment. And just as quickly as it arrives, it is gone. The same good feeling we get when posting on social media. We feel good. We get likes. We feel good. 
but just as quick, it is gone. It is fickle. Socrates' words are powerful. An unexamined life is not worth living. And the Greek philosopher's teachings of know thyself are incredibly powerful and essential. Think about it. We can truly know someone only by spending a considerable amount of time with them. And this is just as true for ourselves too. But when is the last time we spent a considerable amount of time by ourselves? Without our friends, phone, email, laptop, or some other form of entertainment. These entertainments have become covers. Covers so we never actually have to feel how we feel. Carl Jung said suffering comes from our failure to understand and feel the unseen and unheard parts of our psyches. In order to be truly happy or truly alive, which I think is often undervalued but probably the most important, we need to throw away the distractions and, and explore what it is we feel. Grabbing our phones every time we have a moment of idleness or discomfort simply re-establishes our habits of doing and never gives us the chance to stop and establish a deeper relationship with ourselves. The greatest teaching I ever received came from Thich Nhat Hanh. A few weeks into my stay at his Plum Village Monastery in France, he said, the trick is not to run away from our suffering. If you just run away, to avoid the discomfort of uncomfortable things, you just run further and further away from knowing who you are. You become so disconnected from you and start living something that is more like a, a compilation of biases, conditioning and stories. When, you're, when we are always running, moving, striving, chasing, chasing more, better, different, we can't explore and examine what's really going on inside of us. If we can't sit in our discomfort and ride out the waves, we learn nothing and we miss out on so much life. In this sense, deep exploration starts by the opposite of how we think it does. It isn't, it isn't when we are moving, traveling, seeking and looking outward it is when we stop and find stillness, solitude, quietude, and idleness. To find an authentic happiness that is truly ours, and not the type of happiness that is always dependent on external circumstances and conditions, we need to find these moments of quiet, and instead of running away from them, we need to embrace them. It is these moments that we get the chance to really connect with ourselves and the times when we find the answers to all of the questions, all of our questions. And who better to answer them than you? Not a teacher, a philosopher, a coach, a doctor, or a stranger, and certainly not me, but you. The beautiful lotus flower grows only from mud, out of mud, or suffering, or bad things. Great things can grow there, but not if you are not prepared to at least realize that sitting in mud is okay. When we have explored and examined ourselves deeply and authentically, we create a stronger connection with ourselves. We know how we feel and why we feel it. We become comfortable in who we are. We know why we are doing the things we are. And we start to stand for something. We start to stand for something. This is where I think one of the most beautiful traits of all is born. Authenticity. And like never before in history, and quite devastatingly really, authenticity is anything but valued as beautiful, honourable and powerful. A fast-paced, instant gratification social media world full of 
quick gimmicks and sensationalism has led to us valuing the opposite. Superficial, on-the-surface facades of people with far too little substance, who are great at grabbing attention but offer not much else. These people have thrived in a new habitat where unfortunately too many people are time poor and don't have the energy to question and don't have the time to look beyond the surface. So these people tend to thrive in their professional endeavors, which of course is a new habitat in of itself, influences and things like that, but probably struggle a lot in their personal lives. The inauthentic live disconnected from themselves and thus from their values, beliefs, interests and their bodies. They have tasted this this type of superficial success, you could call it, but without enjoying the, the, the delights of the journey and in getting to know themselves. And that is powerful. The authentic, the connected, will never just fall into the old trap of simply covering up every emotion in something else. Here is the place we get to meet ourselves. And if we don't know who we really are, it makes it very difficult to find peace and happiness. Once we have explored, we get to meet the person who should be our first stop for advice. And the only person who we know will be there at all times. Pythagoras wrote, No one is free who has not obtained the empire of himself. No man is free who cannot command himself. And no man, no woman is free who cannot do that. But at times we ask anyone who will listen to help us with our lives. I know I did. We ask them to give us direction and tell us what to do. But perhaps we need to command ourselves in order to be happier. To better understand the intricate details of the empire that is us. To gain this freedom that Pythagoras alludes to. A freedom that is vital for us to live fully alive. Aristotle said knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. It is the beginning stages of developing the tools to be truly happy. When we don't know ourselves, who we are and what we want, we can become a product of our environment. A leaf gets blown each and every way until it lands in a big pile of mud and gets stuck. Spending time in solitude, self-analysis, quietude and a deep thorough exploration gives us the space we so badly need to get to know ourselves our sufferings, and our desires. Observe all men, thyself most, said Benjamin Franklin. And we should add to Franklin's wisdom by saying that we should not only observe ourselves most, but observe ourselves first. This is a valuable stage in knowing ourselves and in our happiness, when we finally turn the focus from others around us and turn it onto ourselves. In order to be happy, we need to observe ourselves and make this a regular occurrence. This inward observation starts in our own personal exploration and is reaffirmed each and every day as we build confidence in ourselves and start standing for something. And when we develop a level of comfort in exactly who we are. This strong internal connection is vital for us to be happy. Imperative. If every time we are challenged, instead of looking outward, we can sit with ourselves, our connection becomes stronger and stronger. We will continue to find roadblocks to happiness if we fail to build a solid home within us first. The philosophers said it in ancient Greece, Know thyself, and it is more important today than ever before. The fast-paced, modern, uber-connected, disconnected world preys on lost souls. 
And if we don't want to be pulled and pushed every which way, with little control or influence over the direction in which we head, then it is time that we look within. Know yourself through a close and continued self-examination and exploration, and you'll have the solid foundations already set that will lead you on the path to finding a true happiness that is unwavering. When you know yourself, have experienced more of life, and have greater knowledge and understanding of what you want and need, you gain a truer freedom. And there has been a lot of talk about freedom lately, but this is true freedom. A mind of clarity means we can make decisions and act in ways that better represent our true feelings, rather than acting out of fear or emotions that we cannot really understand. We become less dependent on external sources, friends, partners, sex, money, to make us happy. And this is powerful. Greater freedom means more independence, autonomy, liberation. When we do things for our own individual and personal satisfaction and fulfillment, we become less concerned with doing things for other people, for gratification and recognition. This leaves us with a more authentic fulfillment. When we have experienced more of what life has to offer through a conscious effort to explore the world outside and most importantly inside of us, and have learned what we want, need and love, we have a better understanding and awareness of the effects of superficial desires. We can see that satisfying our desires and cravings only ever offer short-term relief. Now we can deepen our relationship with ourselves and benefit from sitting with ourselves free from distractions for just a few minutes each day to ask ourselves, how are you doing? With a simple morning, how are you writing meditation? I introduced this concept in episode 12. We say, how are you to everyone around us? But do we truly answer it for ourselves? By opening up this conversation, we can see if certain things are weighing us down and if certain times, places and people are affecting us more than we know. We can benefit from creating a tech-free zone. One night this week without your phone, TV or laptop. It is critical that we cultivate a strong relationship with ourselves and constantly depending on something else is an extremely unhealthy habit. This also gives us the added bonus of reconnecting with ourselves, something that we need to do more and more of. Why not transition from a one-night tech-free zone to a full day once a month? Call it a day of mindfulness, a day of relaxation, a day to stop and slow down. During this time, Feel free to use or not to use the following questions to stimulate thought and to delve more deeply into how you really feel. Maybe grabbing a pen and answering one or two of these questions this week might help get you flowing. When do I feel most alive? What am I passionate about? What are my best memories? What makes me sad? What makes me angry? When do I lose control of my emotions? Which friends, family, co-workers bring positivity and joy to my life? Which ones add negativity and strife? What daily activities add value to my life? What daily activities bring pain and suffering? Simply asking ourselves these types of questions and sitting around long enough to really feel them is a good way to reconnect again and again with who we are and what we want. 
we do this not for some you know self-help spiritual mumbo jumbo or whatever you whatever you may think we do this so we can just sit on our deathbeds and say we suck the marrow out of life mm. check out my new book meets journal awake at all good bookstores in north america europe the uk australia and asia and continue exploring through the four foundations of happiness exploration Know yourself, which we touched on today, meaning and presence. And I'll talk more about meaning and presence in the coming weeks. In Awake, you will find philosophy, positive psychology, mindfulness, emotional intelligence, self-compassion, kindness, and much, much more. All with practical tips and simple, accessible ideas to boost your well-being in a fun and engaging way. Because life is better when we are happy, healthy, and alive. Grab a copy of Awake for a friend this Christmas. And find out more about me and Awake at evansutter.com. You can follow me at Instagram at evsutter as well. Thanks for listening. I'm Evan Sutter. Enjoy.